Welcome to the College Survival Guide. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to the College Survival Guide, whether you're tuning back in or it's your first time here. I took a little hiatus during this crazy year we've all had, but no worries because I'm back and better and re-inspired. I have so many topics I want to get into, especially with the soon transition back from Zoom University to more or less the real in-person experience. On this episode, I'm going to share something I recorded actually back in the summer of 2020 during quarantine, and I never got around to sharing. This college experience you will tune into is extremely unique, and it involves Disney. So I hope you enjoy. So one of my childhood friends had always been obsessed with Disney, and I saw her posting about how she got accepted into a program called the Disney College Program. You know, I was immediately so curious by what this was, so I ended up reaching out to her actually last semester about what exactly she was doing. Some of the stories she told me are probably some of the most unique college stories and experiences that I've ever heard of. Not only did she spend her semester in Disney, but she had the chance to be a character performer. I'm so glad that we're both in Miami now and I'm able to bring her on this episode to speak of her unique semester in Disney. Vicky just graduated from the University of Florida, and I'm going to pass it along to her to introduce herself and explain to people who don't know what exactly is the Disney College program. Hi, Jeannie. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, as she said, my name is Vicky, and I actually did the Disney College program fall of 2019. It was definitely one of the best experiences I've ever had. For those of you who don't know what the Disney College program is, it's available both in the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando and in California. I did the Orlando one and absolutely loved it. It really just gives you the opportunity to have a frontline role and be interacting with guests in the resorts and the hotels, um, as well as the parks. So I was based in Animal Kingdom and really enjoyed my time there. Great. So can you tell us a little bit about the general application process and what are your tips for people applying who are considering the program? So I guess tip number one, at least what helped me the most, was definitely looking at YouTube videos. Um, There's a lot of YouTube videos out there and available on the application process and I guess just suggestions on what you can do to make sure that your application is nice and strong when you apply. That was definitely the most helpful thing for me. The step kind of, or I guess there's really a four-step process for applying. Um, The first one is signing up for their emailing list and really just looking into the application itself. Um, They have so many roles out there and available to you, whether it's from merchandise to food and beverage, character performer or attractions, and really just depending on what you're interested in, my recommendation is to put that you would consider as many positions as possible, especially if this is something that you're serious about. Disney wants to see interest, and the more the merrier, it really just betters your chances of getting into the program if you put more roles that you're interested in. Um, I know for me, I put six that I was interested in, um, one of which was character performer, and another one was attractions, two really important ones for reasons I'll explain a little bit later. Um, I guess another recommendation is fill out your application as soon as possible, because that really does help you put 
help you get put in the beginning of the pool. Um, and then there's two main interviews that come with the process. The first one is the web-based interview, or the WBI as they call it. And the web-based interview is really just more of a personality type of quiz. Make sure you're being honest on this one, but at the same time, they are going to ask you questions in many different ways, the same questions. So they may ask you, are you often on time to something, or are you often late? Make sure that your answer is the same one for both um, without having too many discrepancies because if you make it through the web-based interview, which hopefully you do, then you will be in consideration for a phone interview, and that's the main interview to actually get into the Disney College program. Amazing advice. Thank you for that. It's always so interesting to me when you talk about this, like how detailed of a process it is to work at Disney. So a little bit of background. I know at first you were assigned to work in the attractions portion of the parks, but then to be a character performer, you had to do a separate audition. So can you talk a little bit about the audition process to be a character performer in the parks? Yeah. So for me, when I actually applied, one of the roles that I put interest in, and if you have any sort of interest in being a performer, you have to put that when you originally apply that you are interested in becoming a character performer. Um, so I actually got accepted into the program for attractions originally. You don't exactly find out what attraction you're working on until about two weeks before your program, sometimes even a week before your program. So I didn't know what attraction I had gotten, but I knew I was accepted for attractions. And I wanted to kind of just take the leap and apply for performer. And I signed up for an audition in Orlando uh, about mid-February. I went by myself. I drove from Gainesville because I was at UF and went to my audition in Orlando. They told us it could be anywhere from 9 a.m. to latest about 3 p.m. And it ranged depending on what round you made it to. So I was very nervous, but also very excited. I had joined a couple Facebook pages for some accepted DCP students at that point, and I had some people that I met up with for coffee in the morning when I went to Orlando, which was really nice. Um, and once I got there, they really just gave us our numbers. Disney has an amazing audition process, and they're really just so friendly um, and welcoming, and they kind of welcome all sorts of dance backgrounds. I mean, you do a lot of dancing in the audition, so it definitely helps if you are a dancer, have any sort of background, but don't let that hold you back if you don't, because a lot of performer positions don't necessarily need to dance. So that being said, we came into the room, and the audition was really um, pretty simple at the beginning. It was more of a march and wave kind of thing, and after the march and wave, they narrowed it down to about half of the room. The audition was originally about 200 people, and we were probably at 100 at that point. Um, then they split us into smaller groups, and we did a choreography to Hairspray's You Can't Stop the Beat, which was a great song. Um, you can't stop. <laughs> love that movie. So we did that dance, and then we also did something called the animation round, which I'm not an actress, so that was probably the hardest part. But word of advice, definitely um, be clear in your movement. I know mine was... Ooh, what was it? It was... Oh, pretend you're a monster in Monsters, Inc. and scare three different kids in three different ways. That's so cool. So I had to be three different monsters in the span of two minutes. Um, and they give you about 30 seconds to brainstorm what you're going to do. And I know I did like some sort of Frankenstein monster. The other monster was like a very nervous and shaky monster. And then the other monster was some confident monster that went and scared the kid and finally closed the door behind him and was really happy that he did it. So... Um, after that round, we went back into 
smaller groups again. They videotaped us a couple times doing the hairspray dance. And then from there, it was probably about noon, 1 o'clock. And they let a lot of people go. I actually stayed behind. And they split us up into, at that point, it was about 15 of us. We did the dances a couple more times. And then finally, they narrowed us down to eight people. I was one of the last eight at the audition. And they taught us a stage dance. So one of the more... Um, I guess like technical dances and after that they videotaped us in groups of two so that was a little bit nerve-wracking and then from there we kind of just were sent off and told you have about a month that you have to wait and we'll let you know if you got this position or not and I went home nervous and hoping that I was going to get the call soon and about a month later I did I was told that I got accepted as character performer so I went ahead and declined my acceptance as a attractions cast member and went ahead and took my character performer role and I'm very happy I did. You're a star. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. So can you give us a little insight of what your day-to-day was like at Disney? Ooh. So every day was different, which I guess is why my favorite part of my role was exactly that. I know um, a lot of the roles can be monotonous and it really just depends on whether or not you like routine or not. For me, I was a character performer so I was working my home base was Animal Kingdom um, and that didn't mean necessarily that I was put at Animal Kingdom every single day I was really a four-day cast member um, my shifts were from 8:30 in the morning till about nine o'clock at night so they were pretty long days but that meant I have three days off pretty much almost always consecutively to enjoy the parks and um, the luxury of being a performer really was just that I had to jump around. I had some shifts at Magic Kingdom. I had some at Fort Wilderness. I had some at um, Epcot. I had others at Animal Kingdom and Dino Land. Shout out to Dino Land, my favorite. (laughs) Um, But I really had some awesome experiences, and not to mention my roommates, um, Ashley and Hannah specifically. I had just really great roommates, and then um, my suite mates were also awesome, and all the girls I met, even the guys I met on the program are still friends with me, and I've really stayed in touch with them. So um, we definitely did a lot of going to the parks after work and watching the fireworks, eating dinner, especially during food and wine, going and getting a bite at Epcot, taking advantage of our discount as cast members, and really just enjoying the parks on our free time and enjoying Orlando and the surroundings of it. So, I think it's so cool that you got to experience both Orlando from the tourist perspective and also the resident perspective. So aside from being in Disney for obviously the Disney experience, I know that this program has a lot of pre-professional perks. So can you talk about how it can even be a resume boost to people and eventually be beneficial to their careers or interests in the future? So Disney as a whole, I think is number one in guest experience. And they really do teach you how to be an amazing cast member there. And their goal is not only to make sure that you're happy, but make sure that you're making people happy. And I think that this is just a quality that can be applied in any job. I know personally, I'm a freshly graduated graduate from the University of Florida, and I I experienced the whole interview process for a lot of jobs this semester. And I know that at every interview I went to, Disney was always the main topic. And really, they just wanted to know what I learned from such an amazing corporation, especially such a big company like Disney. It's definitely an amazing name for your resume to have on there. And um Not only that, though, all the experiences I had there, like, I definitely had to 
think on my feet. I know I was out there and sometimes we had like guests that had issues that we need to solve really like quickly because you don't have a lot of time to think when you're out there and you're really trying to make it the best experience for them. So I think that this job as a whole can teach you a lot of things, whether it's um, patience, I mean, a lot of just entertainment for me. It was a lot of getting out of your comfort zone and really being yourself and sometimes not being yourself and that being uncomfortable is okay. Um, I thought that that was just something that I definitely took from this program. I guess that's also had to do with my role, but there's a lot of things that you can take from this program that I think are beneficial for any career in the long run. So what are some fun things you were able to do on the program when you weren't working and on the job? I did a lot of things. I feel like I took a lot of advantage of being on property and of the discounts. I know we got a lot of discounts with both merchandise and restaurants. So I tried my best um, to go to as many restaurants on that discounted list as possible while I was there. Um, my personal favorite that I went to was Sanaa. 10 out of 10 recommend. It's Ooh. from Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. And it's like an African-inspired restaurant. But the food is absolutely spectacular. Um, and you get to see, you're really on the view of the savanna, so there's giraffes and zebras walking around while you're eating, and it's just a really cool experience. Something I did that, probably the most memorable thing I did while I was there was take a tour, so they offer, um, once you're a cast member, they offer you free tours, you really just have to be quick to sign up for them, because spots do fill up really fast, and... Personally, my favorite park is Epcot, and I love Epcot. I know that it's changing very soon. They're changing the whole concept of it, so I was really trying to take advantage and get a tour of Future World before it's no longer Future World. And I took that tour, and I found out some really cool things, so definitely recommend taking some tours. Um, also, spend time with your friends, even when you're tired from work, because... As cheesy as it sounds, they really do become your Ohana, and um, I, <laughs> I definitely regret not um, like going out with my friends on the days that I came back from work thinking I was exhausted and I didn't want to go anywhere and watching Netflix instead, um, but I did a lot of cool things. I know resort hopping is big for cast members. I did that a lot, too. We would go to different resorts. I know... Um, like the New Orleans Resort, I would go and get some beignets. Their beignets Ooh, are amazing. That's so nice. And then during Christmas time, I went to the Grand Floridian to see their gingerbread house. And then we went to the Contemporary to see their gingerbread house. They have life-size gingerbread houses that are beautiful. And they sell hot chocolate that you can um, sip on while you're watching. I guess the people build the gingerbread house. And then once it's set up, you can also just go and tour it. So it was pretty cool. That's awesome. So... Now, some fun questions to wrap up. Are there any Disney secrets you can tell us? Ooh. Um, well, Walt's head is not frozen. That is a myth. <laughs> and it's not in the Orlando Resort, if it is. So that's for sure. That's a cool one. Um, there's also the Utilidor, which a lot of people don't know about. But the way that cast members get around Magic Kingdom is actually through a tunnel system that was built when the parks were built. Um, so the whole park has an underground system, and as a cast member, um, in order to avoid us like really walking around on set, what we do is walk around on the utilidors, and then there's staircases or elevators that bring you up to the main level, which is actually Magic Kingdom Park. Um, so that is really cool. That's a cool concept. I know Epcot also has a utilidor system. It's not as popular as the Magic Kingdom one because a lot of people don't know about it, but it's only in Future World. 
So once you go to World Showcase, there's no longer a Utilidor system back there. It's all just backstage. Um, another secret, I guess, is I found this out on the tour, but I didn't know personally that Epcot um, used to be sponsored by a bunch of different companies. So all the attractions used to be uh, sponsored by different companies, and those companies all had like a big conference room or a nice, I guess, like area that they could go to um, if they were part of that company. So if you worked for Kodak, for example, um, Figment was sponsored by Kodak, so you could go to the Kodak room in the Figment attraction building and spend some time there. There was usually food and beverages, um, and there's just a lot of those places are not necessarily used anymore, and I got to see those on my tour. So again, if you can take some tours of any of the parks, it's definitely well worth your time. And yeah. Any last words about Disney you want to give? Um, Disney was always, I guess, a dream for me, and I'm really happy I got to do it. (laughs) I mean, it really is. It really is, and it's it's honestly such an amazing experience. Like, I would definitely recommend it to anybody if you're really considering this program. Um, By all means, like, give it your all in the application process. Good luck to you. I hope you get it. Um, Whether you're a character performer on attractions, merchandise, food and beverage. I know people in all of those roles and more, even janitorial, and they all loved their positions. It's all what you make of it, and this can be definitely one of the best experiences of your life. So, oh, Well, thank you so much for coming on and letting us know of this like experience that is just probably one of the coolest things I've ever heard of, and I think people will really appreciate learning about it. Thank you, Jeannie. Of course. Love you. Love you, too. <laughs> And as always, your results may vary. The College Survival Guide. Your results may vary. 